Welcome back to another episode of Shot and Chop. I am your host, Josh Cannon, and today we are about to chop it up. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Shot and Chop podcast. Um, we actually have our live audience, like literal live audience. They're watching us live streaming on Instagram. So if you are not following the Shot and Chop Instagram, it's shot the letter in chop, just the way it's spelled. Um, but I'm glad that we were able to do this episode. I have my guest here today, Mr. Hefe, Hefe the boss, and he is going to be here and we're just going to, I don't know, this was unscripted if I'm being completely honest, because we had another guest that was supposed to come on today that didn't really work out. So my boy came over and we're about to just chop it up as you know, shot and chop. Um, so Hefe, what's going on? Introduce yourself, man. Tell the people who you are. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, Josh, man? Thanks for having me on. Um, but like you said, I'm Hefe, Hefe the boss, and um, I do videography and photography. Well, we're getting to the cinematography, so you know we want to upgrade that. So, um, but yeah, um, I have my own production company called A Hefe Productions, um, and you know been doing it, you know, about three years now, and um, it's been the best uh, switch for my life, for my mental, for maturity of who I am as a person. And um, made me really see the world for really what it was, you know, from the business side to the personal side to of it. I feel that um, I'm maybe like one or two years ahead of you. So this is year going into 2023. That'll be year five for me okay. with uh, Candid Productions. But that's awesome, man. Uh, with your business, did you start off with video and then do photography or did you end up doing both at the same time? Like, how did you get started with that? Um, Kind of video first um so i originally went to virginia state and um shout out to the trojans yeah trojans you know i didn't get my degree from there but it's okay you know what I'm saying i still give the respect to them but um i went to a school called full sale um after um when i transferred from state and it was for more video and then video was kind of more for me before photography i did i do love photography um, but it's something about putting a sequence of clips together to create a story, which really amazed me. And like just any TV show or movie that you watch and you're just like, wow, like, oh, my God, the CGI, the story, um, like the cinematography. You just you look at it and just be like, oh, my gosh, like you're just so hooked into it, which you can like people watch Medea movies. Right. Right. And they can do part from part. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is your granddaddy. <laughs> like, you know that. Like, you know that even though I was a play, but you know that. You know what I'm saying? When you hear that, you know, Tyler Perry immediately. So that's the stuff I actually really wanted to get into um, from that. And then even having the audience to even be like, oh, yeah, man, Hefe got something that, like, I can, like, say back to back. Just whatever, like, in the near future I have that is, like, viral that people would like to you know, say and stuff. So that's kind of how I started. Yeah, video first, and then I got into photography. Okay, I I literally feel the same way about photography. It's like <laughs> telling stories through pictures, but in your way, you tell stories through video. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's the same art of expression. It's right. the same level of commitment. Um, You're just doing it slightly different because I do video and photo too, mm -hmm. but I'm a photographer first, a videographer, cinematographer, whatever you want to call it, second. Right. Um, but I got a love for it all, man. Like it's all art. It's all expression. 
And um, you made a good point, like how um, people can recognize movies. That's because they're they're iconic. And it's just like you really got to think what makes something so iconic, like just a single phrase from a movie or a TikTok reel. Like it's a chicken salad. Like everybody's exactly. going to, everybody's <laughs> going around saying like, why? Like it's dumb. Like if you were to say that regular conversation before that started popping, people were like, like what? OK, it's a chicken salad. <laughs> so like we just really have to start understanding and just breaking down like what makes things iconic. And I think once you can do that as a creative, it just makes you so much more valuable. Correct. Because now people can pick you out from a lineup from other creatives. Right. Uh, definitely, definitely, man. Yeah, you hit you hit it right on the point. Yeah, so not even uh, I'm a big fan of this guy right here, man. Canon Productions. He, he Appreciate is, it. Appreciate he, it. He is insane. Um, your pictures, man, they're, they're great, man. Like you say, you have a story with yours, too. And then even looking at your photos, that even made me want to get more creative with mine as well. So you even remember when um, I actually even helped me and you came out to help uh, Cece. Yep. And we went to Point of Rocks and like not giving me too much, but more of like, you know, just little slight things. And um, it was nice to even have him there, um, you know, just to, you know, just little tips there and him getting his footage too. Cause you know, like it was a, it was a photo shoot for me and her, but Hey, I said, man, get whatever you, you can too. So, um, because your photos are just great, man. Your photos are great. You'll be, you're a great mentor too. As Appreciate well it, bro. When it comes Appreciate to it. it. And you're good at what you do too. And it, it's funny because you say you're a video first. That day you were doing photography and then <laughs> I'm photography first. And that day I was doing video. video. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. You know what? You sure was. Cause you had your drone. Yep. Yep. That, yeah. I actually remember that very vividly now. <laughs> yeah. And that drone went crazy too. Like the drone footage, um, the mm -hmm. videos. And that's how um, me and Cece got cool. Like we started shooting together because I met her there at your shoot that mm -hmm. you did with her. Yeah, yeah, because I did a picture with the, um, the it was like a gold kind of uh, lingerie. I yeah, think. Um, well, I think we've we've done two shoots together. It was like that gold lingerie, mm -hmm. and it had the smoke because you know, right. smoke. Yeah, whatever. yeah, That's you love thing. you love that smoke, yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna have some smoke in here. That's what I do. <laughs> but I did that one, and then we did one where like it was just a creative thing that I wanted to do in a swimming pool. So I mm. just filled the swimming pool up in my backyard. And then I was doing this mad science experiment to try to get the dye to dye the water to look like an ocean. Mm -hmm. So then once you cropped everything out, like you could, you wouldn't even tell that that was in my backyard. See, stuff like that, man, creative. That is creative as hell. Okay. Yeah. Like to do something in the backyard, you would have thought that was somewhere else. Like OD crazy, man. That's why I love what we do, man. It's so creative and thinking out the box man people might think like yeah you you have to be in like miami or belize or somewhere no we're in the backyard bro we're, like we're yeah in, like we're in richmond it doesn't even take you <laughs> having to go to these iconic locations now granted it's cool when you can but right with a little creativity like having the right team behind you mm -hmm. it's like you can do so much with um photography or videography like with video you can get so creative with the lighting like you can have an interesting script like the music like for me when i do video music is just as important like cutting to the beat like cutting to lyrics cutting to where there's like a crucial part in the song that i mean maybe that's my music background but like it's, it's just so much you can do to amplify outside of what everybody else is doing right. that gives you your signature take on what you're trying to tell with the story exactly exactly i love that i love that man <laughs> what would you say that um your signature is at this moment with your work my signature I love dance videos, man. 
Um, so my signature, I will say like something with the dance. Um, Shouts out to Quayley Productions. Um, kind of got the idea from him with like the lock on hand motions. Um, he does that so well. And the um, people have seen it, and he's really turned that into like a big thing for a lot of us. Um, so he is the originator of doing that. You know, I just want to put that out there off rip. Um, so I don't do that for every video. Cause I feel as though you kind of still in sauce in a sense. I don't like to do that, but I, I like dance videos, man. Like dance videos are amazing to just like that. That alone is a good story of its own, you know, just how someone listens to a song and the frequencies and the vibrations of that song gets them into a mode of wanting to dance. Right. So now let's put that into a visual so other people can see and feel what you're feeling. You know what I'm saying? So like when it comes to those, uh, like um, I, I, I be sending uh, songs to a lot of um, uh, clients that I do uh, dance videos with. So um, the Scissor album just came out and that joint is fire. Bro, that, I wanted to do that photo shoot that she did. Well, it wasn't even a photo shoot. It was a still <laughs> cut from her video with, like, the fluorescent. Uh, yeah. Man, I was ready to do it and everything. Couldn't find nobody to do it. You're going to find somebody. I <laughs> had somebody, but then they just ghosted. The date, like, we were, we had everything lined up, and they just ghosted. You know. Hey, so. Is what it, I mean, hey, if you want a partner, you know, we do a video photo. We can. So, y'all hear that, right? Listen, you heard it, here you, first. You heard it right. We are going to be doing that. It's going to happen. And we got a team. Let me yeah. tell you. So, um, but getting back to that, so um, heard a lot of the songs, and the songs are beautiful, very beautiful. Um, really just sat down. I was to it in the car, and I was like, wow, I really need to like sit down and listen to the songs. And um, I sent it to uh, one of the dancers, I'd be doing videos with him and I said, hey man, I think um we can do this. And I also hit uh you know Natasia. Yeah. Um so That's she, my girl, man. Yeah. Like she was like my first like true true muse. Like like when we first started working together mm -hmm. to get me going. Like the our last shoot we did together was the go. magazine one, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I saw that joint black I tell you, I am a fan of this guy. I, I we got the cover too. <laughs> I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I be watching bro. I stamp. Um but yeah, cause yeah, yeah, y'all do a lot of work, and um, I know she does a lot of stuff with the meditation yep. and dance, and course, um, modeling too, cause we're both in Corojo. Right. Um, Shout out to Corojo, man. Yes. Cause like y'all like are really running shit around here, It like makes so much stuff so much easier. Cause like I don't even have to guess mm -hmm. or like assume or worry if I'm working with somebody in Corojo, it's always gonna be good. Like, yeah. Every single time. Yeah, Corojo is amazing, man. They are great, man. Like that's only was. Um, that my time at state, that was the only org I joined was uh, was Corojo, and um, it was a it was an amazing experience. It was a different experience too, um, just for everyone to create a show in a short period of time, not really knowing nobody, different attitudes, different emotions, people from different places, but and then to come up with you know the the show is great. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know now you know we're trying to just enhance it heavy. Um, but getting back to that uh, with, with with Natasia, yeah, you know I hit her up too for the uh, video, so hopefully she want to do that too, um, because you know like 
you see people's work and you and you want to be like, man, I need to get this person in a video or a photo because just how they how their physique is or how they are as people or just how they move, you know, period. And like how they move, that's why I always hit them up and say, hey, we need to get a video going right now. Yeah, I feel that. That's real. So that's definitely my signature is um, definitely dance videos. And even in when it comes to skating, like when you saw me at the skate ring, I was not skating like that for, for real before. Hey, bro, but you was in your zone, though. Like I seen you, you know I'm saying? You was doing your thing. In, in the zone, I had my headphones in, and it just feels like you're the only person there, you know, sometime yeah. until, you know, you see a little kid on the floor. <laughs> and then you roll them over. Yeah. Push them down. Like, oh, my bad. <laughs> hope their parents didn't see it. Like, <laughs> so, um, but, you know, just those, like, you know, movements like that, man, like that just, it mesmerized me so much. And I just want to just capture it, you know, and do something with it. Cause I know a lot of people love to see stuff like that. And not even just for the people, but for me, you know, cause I do a lot of work that I do like, but sometimes I don't like. So when I do get the time to do dance videos, man, we can shoot the dance video and I could probably edit it the same day or have it the next day. Cause I'm just so hype and I already see it already. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, dance videos is my signature for sure. I just want to challenge you and say that I feel like your signature is movement in general. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Because like not even just with dancing, like I love your work too when it comes to video stuff like that graduation video you did with um what's that girl name? Um, oh, Aaliyah. Aaliyah, bro, that joint was hard. And it's like your your movement, like that's your style was definitely embedded and evident in that work there. So it's just like I just personally feel like your specialty is movement. You Thank know? you, man. I appreciate that. And even with that video, man, it was. I've done so many videos that I'm not going to say that didn't take a lot, but, it, you know, it, I did a lot of production that was, you know, crazy, man. And that was the most viral video I I had, man. Like, um, she hit me up and said, hey, bro, you know, I want to do um, a graduation video. Um, but I see, you know, how you do everyone else's graduation videos and they just display on what they did on campus. So she said she want to do that, but deliver it different and she thought of di um, the different worlds and I was like all right that's hey, actually that's, that's actually a, that's actually a dope concept yeah. so the concept already was dope but the recognition for it was insane so she 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 called me like the next day after she posted right I didn't even know she posted um and um, I woke up the next morning. She called me like, yo, bro, Tommy, did, are you checking your Instagram? Did you check the Instagram? I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm just waking up and stuff. When she said that, I went straight to the Instagram. It's popping. It's going crazy. Like, all you all you see is, oh, my God, this is fire. You see old heads uh, watching it. And then my, my aunt's an AKA. Mm -hmm. and, Shout out to the K's. And, um, uh, and, she, and she's an AKA as well. And... You know, family, they know some things, but they, uh, my aunt is in a group chat course with her line sisters and they have the video just going crazy in the, in the group chat. Mm -hmm. So my aunt calls me and she said, Hey, Tommy, well, she called me Yami. Um, my name Hefe though, <laughs> but, uh, she said, Yami, I know, I think you say your production is a Hefe productions, right? And there is a video in my group chat of a girl that went to Virginia State and she's done multiple things on campus. Did you shoot that video? 
I said, yeah, auntie, I did. She was like, okay, cool. I just needed that so I could have some bragging rights and say my <laughs> my right. nephew did that. Right. <laughs> but isn't that cool, bro? Like when your work gets back to you from people that they know you, but they sometimes don't even know you do that. I'm like, yo, this video, I saw you shot that. And I'm like, yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's a cool feeling to me. Yeah, it was a great feeling, man. That's why I I love this work, man. It's, it's crazy just how that how it happened. It was on all the great pages. Virginia State reposted it. Yep, that's all. Um, they even hit me up and said they wanted to, like, I think display it for, like, the Welcome Week or something like that. And I said, well, you're going to talk to her because she owns the rights to it. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but, yeah, it was a great feeling to have that and just to know, like, you can do a lot with less because I literally had a camera. A Sony, a Sony A6000, y'all. So I'm going to tell you the viral video. Sony is king. Sony is king. Absolutely. But that's not, and that's not even the A7 III or A7. I had the A6000 at that time with a gimbal. And literally just, if you had, if you know different worlds, the, the, the motion just went right the whole time. The sequence just went right. All it took was what they was doing within those boxes, right? So that's really where her creativity came into play. And yeah, man, like you just have to really get into it when it comes to that creativity. But the the appreciation and the acknowledgement is really amazing. And that's how you get really, you know, more work and more recognition. And they be like, you know what? We need this guy to shoot this for X amount of whatever money. And I'll be like, yep. Yep, that's where the big bucks come in. That's where the big bucks come in, you know. And then, like, that story right there, like, I love that. That gets me so hyped because it shows right there. I mean, granted, yeah, you shot on the Tony camera. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's going to give you firework regardless. But, like, for those of you that don't know, like, the A6000 line is the line right under the A7 line, which is, like, I guess you would call, like, industry standard professional equipment. Right. So, like, the A6000, how much did that go for? Like, 800 yeah, but you can go on like Offer Up now and Facebook Marketplace, and you can get one for maybe like four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars, you know, depending on you know who's selling it, and you know you just want to make sure nothing's wrong with it and stuff like right. that. But you can get a nice body, you know. They might not sell you the lens with it. I but. mean, but that's cool though. But like, just put that in perspective for a second. Right, four hundred dollar camera compared to a thousand dollar camera, three thousand dollar camera, six thousand dollar mm-hmm. camera. Because I'm gonna get that A one one day. I'm gonna have it. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to have it yeah. and the FX3. But anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. But my point is, y'all, FX6. my point is, y'all, it's just like you don't need the top of the line equipment to create top of the line quality. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's like all about your creativity. Like I've even seen people create amazing work with um, the Canon Rebel T7. Like the mm-hmm. literally don't you can go into Walmart right now and buy one. Yeah. And people are creating like amazing work. And so many people want to. um hype it up to the gear and the equipment now. Yes, it does make your job easier, in my opinion, but it's just like if you don't have that skill set and then that eye, then it doesn't matter if you have a $6,000 camera or a $400 camera or your iPhone. Yeah, so even for example, um, I think the first season of Euphoria, they used not even expensive camera. I forgot what camera they used, but it wasn't like your top-of-the-line camera. And then it's another show on HBO Max, I think it's called the greatest of all time. It's displaying how the Lakers became the Lakers, more focused on Magic Johnson and um, uh, Kareem. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but they use like old cameras. They didn't use no 4K cameras, you know, like your A1s, you know, your top of the line Sony's and Black Magic. They didn't use that. 
and they still displayed a great story. Of course, they probably had, you know, like the expensive audio and stuff, but like, yeah, they really wanted to show like, okay, yeah, like you said, you don't need the top of the line. You know, you might think as you go to the movie theaters or you watch these shows and like, yeah, they got the 4K. I need to get just like that. And that's how I felt too. Um, but I also said like, man, you can like, you can get crazy with that vintage look. That vintage look is amazing, man. Like, yep. so it's all like using gear is like selecting the right tool for the right job. Mm-hmm. Like it sometimes can be overkill to be shooting 8K on like a sequence that was supposed to be scripted back in the 1950s. Or like mm-hmm. if you're trying to portray like that vintage look, like going back to Euphoria, because I know exactly what you're talking about. There were some scenes where they were shooting with that vintage camera look mm-hmm. and that amplified the story bro like to me like euphoria the writers in that show amazing like amazing like it's worth the wait if you haven't watched it make sure you go please watch, watch that like show. that show please will draw you that. in but it's just like you you pick the tools for the right job like there's sometimes where i'll take out my iphone and record sometimes i'll take out my a7 sometimes i'll take out my zv1 my vlogging camera sometimes i'll do the drone so it's like Granted, it's it's okay even if you don't have these different options, but mm-hmm. at the same time, if you have a story, like don't wait and think that the gear is going to make the story better. It's gonna make, like I said before, it's gonna make your job easier. That is true for sure. Mm-hmm. But you can still get some amazing work with any piece of equipment that you get your hands on. Correct. He's a hundred percent correct. <laughs> yeah. Now let me ask you this: like on the video side, right? Um, you mentioned something a while back. I wanted to circle back around and say and talk about that a little bit where you were saying um, how comparing like, I guess, paid work necessarily or not even paid work, like something that you'll do because you are a creator compared mm-hmm. to something that you're passionate about. And like that sparks something with me because I feel the same way. Like if it's something that I, I'm really excited about and fire, I will sit and edit it like right after they mm-hmm. leave, knock that joint out. But then if it's something I'm just like, Eh, I, it was cool. It was fun, but it might take me a little while. So, like, do you feel like that goes on more than less, or do you feel like that's just like more so like a personal thing with some people? It just it just depends. Like, I do this full time, so um, now you know when it comes to adulting, you know you got to pay so many different bills and paying school loans and car no whoopie woo. So. Um, it's been kind of hard to do those things, but not, not as bad now because the gigs that I am getting now are pretty, uh, high paid now. So those, so instead of doing like three or four gigs, I can do one gig to make up three, four gigs. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, instead of doing like $200 gigs, this gig might be like 2,500. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Um, so That's um, really what it is. So, you know, focus on that project and then having a team too. That makes things easier as well. So, okay, you just need to direct them. You direct them. And then now, okay, maybe we have time to do other things like the dance videos. I go skating a lot. Sometimes I bring my camera in there and I just, you know, get footage of them skating and I'll edit that right there because I love skating. Like I said, I get mesmerized with stuff like that. Um, I love the work period uh like you know videography period but like you know stuff like that like i, I do like long term i want to just do docuseries and dramas mm-hmm. so even the tv show that you know that i'm currently doing 
I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's a very, very good story. I mean, very good story. Shout out to my man, Mark Visions. Um, he that The story, I'm going to just say it's about Chesterfield Police. And it's a great story. He, the actors and that he has in there are phenomenal, like just great. Um, so that's typically what I want to do. So even with that, like I made sure I had a team for that. I got editors. We talked about it, and we getting that done. So certain things, yeah, those are amazing stuff to do, like just off the quickness. So yeah. So I, I, I'm not, I don't even want to say that's a personal thing. I, I think that's just more of like, well, it might be. <laughs> I mean, it can be, but right. like, I'm just really curious because I'm the same way. And it's not, I'm for the, any, any of my clients that are listening, I don't put your work off. I promise. Exactly. I, you I, know what I'm I saying? I just had to make I that love, clear. I love y'all. Yeah. All but, y'all. but just like from a personal <laughs> level, it's like, let's say somebody hits me up and they want me to photograph their quinceanera. Right now, granted, I'm not going to be able to really use any of that content. So I might not be as excited to shoot that specific thing. Mm, right. But I am going to enjoy the moment of capturing those memories for my client. Right. But on the flip side, if I'm doing a personal project or even like a client shoot where like it really intrigues me. Like, for example, I did a, um, a branding session for a client and she's an independent book author. She got a book coming out in February. Mm-hmm. So like I was in her story, like when she was talking about the stuff for her content, I was like, wow, this is interesting. So like that definitely pushed me to want to get that content out faster and mm-hmm. really dive into that. And I just think it, like it goes back to your like a regular nine to five job. So like if you're working your nine to five job, you can love it. But there's still going to be times where you don't like certain moments of that job. But like I think with us as creators, it's a little bit different. Because this is art for us, and it's also a way for us to make a living. Right. So it's like we are, we're blending the two, and then sometimes things are going to take precedence over other other things. Right. Because just w- what we do is just it's so amazing, and it makes so good money. It makes great money, man. Like, like just from, from the photography, you never know, like, your photography could be in a museum. You know what I'm saying? People want to bid on your bid on your picture because of what you've taken, you know what I'm saying? So um, those things are just amazing. Like I said, the appreciation for all that stuff, man, like it's just great. Like making Avengers, they make so much money, but the recognition outside of the money is a big thing too. You know, you, you love it because, hey, I can feed my family, get what I need to get, bills pay, I'm ahead of everything. But a lot of people really do it off of just what, just the love of it. Um, what's that show called? The Offer. Have you seen that? I don't think so. Um, it stars Miles Teller, right? It's on and, Netflix. Uh, it's on. Was on like HBO it's, Max. It's, or? No, it's on Amazon. But you know, Amazon has all those different subscriptions. I think it was on Paramount, I believe. But it's a it's, it's a very good show for anyone who's a director or being in this business. Um, it literally shows the director's point of view of how The Godfather was made. Mm. And The Godfather is one of the top movies, even to this day, um, when it comes to like Rotten Tomatoes and all that stuff. So Miles Teller, he plays, his name is Teddy something. And he is the um, production manager and producer of The Godfather. And 
this story was was amazing because you know the Godfather is known for like mafia killing and whatnot, but the Italians did not like that. So on top of having problems in the production aspect of trying to get these budgets, um, trying to get the writers correct, he had to deal with the the Italians. Like, hey, bro, like, what do you like? What do you better put in the film? Right. What do you better talk about? Because if you if it's degrading, we don't want that. So you know they're like giving them death threats, you know, they want to come to the, you know, the uh, uh, the watching of the first, uh, of of the movie, and, you know, they got guns Yeah, and the crazy. mafia was probably sitting right there like, exactly. I want to see you try something crazy. Yeah, and Paramount was not going for that <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> hey, if I was him, I'd be like, you bring your guns, I bring my yeah. guns. And, um, but it really showed, but like, like, and like I said, if anyone's planning on doing anything in the big future film-wise, I would say that is a great, great show to watch. It's, it's amazing, man. I think it's like eight episodes or ten. Um, it just shows a lot even from, like, your personal aspect of dealing with, like, your wife or you have kids in this business because when you're shooting movies, you it's condensed to, like, two hours, right, average. But it might take a, a year, might take maybe two years, depending on what it is, you know what I'm saying, that you're shooting. Like Game of Thrones, it took them 52 days to shoot the Battle of the Bastards. And that's like a 15-minute fight. Because people don't understand, like, how much go <laughs> is packed into what they see. Like, the audio, the lighting, the sequence, the choreography. Like, it's so much that goes into it. That's like how, um, what's it? Um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, how everybody's been talking about the Avatar that's about to come out, right? That movie came out. The first one came out what, like ten years ago? Yeah, and that and that's when Blu-ray started. Right. So, mm-hmm. all right, put that in perspective. Um, I think is it, I don't want to say the wrong name. It's Tom Clancy, right? I believe so. Yep. Okay, it, I'm sorry, Tom. If if that's not you, I'm sorry. But anyways, um, he said in an interview he's been working on the second one since that one dropped. So think about the fact of like his commitment because everybody's been asking him like, hey, just do a sequel and do a third and a fourth. But mm-hmm. he said, nah. I want to do a second one and make this the best movie that anybody has ever seen. So like, just think about a 10 year recording of one movie and how much is going to be packed into that. And I'm excited to see it. I know some people are saying they didn't think like it needs to take that long. And um, I know that they were also saying that in order for that movie just to break even, it's going to have to be the best selling movie of all time. Yeah. It's probably, I haven't even seen like the budget and I always look that stuff up all the time. This was it called IMDB. IMDB. Yeah. That is like, if you are in this business as well, please download that app. You need that. It shows any, I'm not going to say, I don't think any any movie, but majority of it, you know, like majority movies, it shows the people who play director, writer, awards that it won, um, all that stuff. So I believe anyone in that business need, need to have that. But like you said, like, yeah, the Avatar, like 10 years and you can like, think about that. And you yo. condense it. I didn't think the movie's three hours. Three or four, right. guess what? I'm gonna still be sitting right, right up there. In there. December <laughs> December fifteenth. I already got I already got my tickets. I'm gonna be I, right I already there. got I already bought my tickets because I wasn't playing. Like that movie is amazing because it really blew the CGI game to another level at that at that time. Like watching that movie was like, whoa, what? 
Like, is what am this, I watching right now? This can't be CG. It, it can't be, but it was. It was. It was. And then when you watch the behind the scenes, it's so crazy. Like, the censored suits that people, like, they have on is insane, man. Like, like that's the stuff I really try. I'm really trying to, like, really just see. Like, I, I'll be a PA, and PA is a production assistant, and that's, like, probably the lowest, like, role in a production. I'll be a PA to be on the Avatar set. Like, yeah. no lie, because it's just so amazing just to, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is what you guys came up with in this time. Ten years in in, in a four-hour movie. Like you said, it has to be, like, the best movie. No, like, they legit said that. They they legit said that. Like, it has to break, like, like beat out, like, Star Wars and all of that stuff. To in, I want y'all to take that in perspective. To break even. billion A billion dollars to break even before you start making profit. That is crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> but I, I have no doubt in my mind that they will because um, the writers were amazing and stuff like that. And then, like, how you said... Um, you would exchange working a low end position just to be on that set. I will do the same thing for anything like that where I can gain knowledge. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I um like I did that with my mentor when I first started. Like I would drive up to Maryland, just sit and talk to him and like he would like give me advice and stuff like that. Uh the people that mentor into me, like Chris, you know Chris. Like yeah. um, I used to make Chris carry my lights and all that stuff, and, <laughs> bro. Have her holding the light stand, but guess what? It she built, is fire. Yeah, and she's fire now. Like she she's is, amazing. She is a killer. <laughs> like I would put her up against anybody. Like dead ass. Like that's how that's how good she is. But just like putting yourself in those predicaments, like just makes you that much better. And if you're hungry for it, mm-hmm. you don't have to always go to school for this. You don't have to always. Right. Um, have the best equipment. We're going back to equipment, but like if you just like take that time to invest in your education, it just makes you so much better with what it is that you do. Yeah, man. Like 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 you said, you don't need school, man. YouTube University is a thing. Like you can go on YouTube and pretty much find what you're trying to do. Like, but it's okay. It's it's also good to have that in person knowledge. But if the if a person on YouTube is explaining the story, I mean, I said, I said the story, uh, what you need in, in, in the process is good. Then you can do it off there. Like I learned a lot of my, I learned a lot of editing from YouTube, not going to lie to you. Um, and then just learning different software. Cause at first I was using final cut. Um, then the school taught us premiere pro. Um, and then my computer that I had before, it was it got old, so I had to use DaVinci Resolve. <laughs> Didn't know how to use that. Bro, that's so, a beast within itself. Just trying to learn DaVinci. Yeah, man, DaVinci. It, it's it's crazy. DaVinci is not even as difficult. It's just more components that you can use, and it's great for color grading. Like, yeah, DaVinci yeah. is great for color grading. Um, I just the playback is just horrendous, but that that's another story. Okay, let me ask you a question. So, working. How, so how so how did you meet Chris? Like and how did you and how did you feel working with like a team and stuff? Like how, how like how do you, how do you feel working with, with a team? Um, our story is a little intricate. Uh, so I met her a long a couple of years ago, and um, it was back when we were both in school, and um, this was even before she was in the photography. I met her back in my past life when I was like you know the personal trainer, bodybuilder, Josh Cannon Gaines, all that stuff. So, um, like, we connected that way, and, um, like, we just got real cool. Like, 
I had it was like one year I had fucked my eye up. Like I had an eye patch. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like I couldn't see out my eye. It was real wild. So like, you know, we got real close and she was helping me out a lot. Like she drove me to like a couple of my appointments and um we just became really close friends after that. So like that genuine relationship was already there. And then I think she ended up moving to Mexico. Yeah, she stayed in Mexico for like a summer or something like that. Chris, if you listen to this, you can fact check me Um, because I don't know. I don't know exactly. But anyways, she's in Mexico. Right. And then she comes back and then um, she reached out to me because at that point I was like maybe a year into my photography. And um, she was saying that she wanted to get into photography. And like so many people, bro, like even from the beginning, like were always asking me like, hey, you know, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do this? And like. What stuck out to me that was different about her, she wasn't asking me, like, how do I get like you? She was saying, I want to be a photographer. Can you help me? And I'm like, sure. Like, all the stuff you did to help me, like, why not? You know what I'm saying? I love helping people. So just the way that people approach it, definitely to me, like, either gives me a green flag or a red flag as to how serious you are about it. And um, she didn't even have a camera at that point. She was just using her iPhone, and I was just giving her little tips. And I would tell her a tip. She would go home, practice it, and then just come back the next day and learn it. Um, and then like fast forward, she ended up buying her first camera, which was a seven three. And then from there, it was just like, shoo, just skyrocket, bro. Like first camera, the a seven three, bro. It got, it got to the point. I just had to kick her out the nest. I said, yep, <laughs> you're on your own now. She's like, wait, no. I said, look, you don't need me. yo. like you don't. And that, that's, that make that story makes me so happy to tell because, um, she's done a lot like us working together. But she's also done so much on her own, mm-hmm. and she's also like researched and invested. Like she's out there shooting more than me right now. Yeah, yeah. man. I, like I said, I am a big fan of all y'all, and also um, it's another person you work with. Uh, I think it's Pilgrim Photography. Yeah, yep. yeah. I follow all y'all, and all y'all are fire. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> like um, so. Just like 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 you said from Chris, um, um, her work is phenomenal man she is great and just seeing y'all work together i was like man y'all are killing the photography game over here like appreciate it bro. just just from from my from my eyes and my perspective i'm like yeah y'all killing it you know it's a lot of photographers over here on this side but i'm like yo chris josh and the pilgrim photography i'm sorry i do not know her name but shout out Oh, oh, you talking about Pilar. It's Pilography. Because oh, there Pilar- is Pilography. Yeah, I'm sorry. There is a pilgrim photography that I know. So I was like, I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, but Pilography. Pilography. So, yeah. I apologize. That's the one. Yeah. That's Big P out there. Put some speck on her name. You know what I'm saying? Big P, you fire too, <laughs> man. I, I follow all y'all. Y'all, y'all fire. So yeah, no, nah, y'all really killed the game, man. So yeah, nah. That I really, yeah, I just wanted to know that story because I was like, yeah, y'all, y'all was really killing this joint, man. And y'all work is very, very different. And that's the stuff I'll just be like, man. And then, like like you say, even telling stories with photography, because my brother's brother, he does photography, and he went to, like, Japan and learned all that stuff, too. And um, he had a photography book of all his stuff that he he filmed, um, he, he took pictures of. Right. And, you know, like, I only I saw pictures just from how it looked, just more of, but now he said, like, they're wearing yellow, and they're looking in the mirror, and they're doing these certain poses because it's giving narcissism. And I was just like, oh, man. I wouldn't have really, I guess me not looking into that, like, that deep into it. I'm just like, it's a nice it's a nice picture. But I didn't know what, like, I, you know, I'm not seeing, like, the, the visual, the story to it. Like, it's giving narcissism because of the color, because of the attitude, because of the look. 
And then, like, he had, like, a whole, like, little synopsis, too, with it. I'm just like, wow, man. Like, I would, like, that is amazing. And that actually made me want to appreciate photography even more. Because I'm just like, man, you know, of course, you see it in the movies. But, like, to have that true deep, like, this is just more, it's more than just a photo, man. You know, like, I took it. I did this visual. Like, it was even some, it was some angles. I'm just like, bro, how are you not in the picture? Like. Probably because you know editing in Photoshop, which I feel as though is crazy. <laughs> but yeah, so like, bro, there's so much you can do with Photoshop. Like, I took a girl's sandal off one time, and it didn't even look like she had no shoes on. Bro, you should have. You should need like a security <laughs> clearance for Photoshop. Like for real. Like, I I was watching like a uh, YouTube University because I needed to do this Valentine shoot, and um, right. she paid like some good money for it. So I'm like, I can't go basic on this. So. I was looking at a lot of the stuff. I'm just like, I can do it. I'm just like, the fact that you can do it. It, it blows your mind, bro. <laughs> like that was a content aware or something. Content aware field, yeah. I'm just like, yo, this is insane. Like, <laughs> Yep, content aware field, uh, the puppeteer tool. Yep. Um, what else be on there? Like uh, frequency separation, you can do so much of that. And it's just like, like the more you dive into it, the more you find. Like that video on Instagram, the more you fuck around, the more you're going <laughs> to find out. out. And like, the chart exactly. just goes exponentially up. But, yeah, um, I, I just love that, man. Like, I love learning. Like, I never stop learning. Like, I'm mm -hmm. always watching something on YouTube, like, always asking other people. And I learn a lot from other people, too. Like, I learn from you, like, your style. And um, I just take little pieces of what everybody around me is doing. Mm -hmm. And not necessarily stealing, because I don't want to say stealing. Stealing, right. Yeah, but it's more so like um, saying like referencing. Yeah, so like how your style can, or what you did within your style can relate to something that I can create and portray. Correct. Yeah, but um, I don't I don't also think that necessarily, we're, I'm going to say stealing, but it's not stealing. Because there is a phrase that says like, steal like an artist. I don't remember the, the rest of the quote. But, um, like, everybody pulls reference from something at some point. Correct. So it's like, you know, that's how you develop your style. Because, like, how can you say you have a style if you don't have anything that you ever referenced from? Exactly. My OG was like, man, because I, I was telling him the same thing. I was like, man, I want to do it like this, but I don't want to, like, be stealing no sauce. He's like, man, how many grocery stores out here that sell probably the same product? So many grocery stores out here, man. So, and convenience stores. 7-Eleven was the only one. So many different convenience stores, so many different products, like different ground beefs, different type of fries. So he was just like, man, you just, you take pieces of it and you throw your own sauce in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's what makes it more of a, like something from you. Like you said, you're going to take a reference from something, you know what I'm saying? You know, and it might be that little shift that makes you look different, you know, than everybody else. Yeah. Cause like, um, anything you take, like, once again, you can recreate that. Or even, I don't see enough people do this, but I wish more people did. Even if you are inspired enough by something to want to recreate it, like, pay homage to that person. Like, mm -hmm. you know, give exactly. them their flowers. Like, exactly. you know, message them at the least. Say, yo, this shoot you did really inspired me. And, like, I want to actually recreate that because of what you created. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's a problem with that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you try to be that person that, said you did um let's go back to the scissor shoot and mm -hmm. you recreated shot and you say yo this is my idea i made this you know what i'm saying that that's stealing at that point where you try to take um i guess credit for something that somebody else did because mm -hmm. at this point where we're at bro it's like 
nothing is original anymore. Like every idea that you probably can think of has already, I don't want to say been done, but something somebody has done similar to that. So it's just like at this point, it's not even really stealing for real. Like unless you're trying to like legit steal something and like take credit for it and get paid for it, exactly. then yeah, that's stealing. But the idea, the concepts, the styles, like we all have so many different varieties of our style that we pulled from to make us unique and different. Mm-hmm. Nah, most definitely, man. Like, um, it just yeah, it's just a lot of things, man. Like I got a lot of things in the works for myself. Like, um, like I got. I got into watching P Valley randomly, man. <laughs> Very randomly. I haven't even started that show, but the writing, the colors, the the all of that is amazing. It's it's very different, and um, I'm talking to another person who wants to help me with this project, and we're gonna do something with like having some pole dancers on there, and really um, displaying more of the pole dancing aspect more than like the stripper aspect, right? Of it, um, because there's there's a difference. So you know, you see a like some people might be like, oh yeah, that's a stripper. No, that's a pole dancer. Okay, what makes her a pole dancer than a stripper? You know, and then that's where our story is gonna start telling on that okay. one, man. So that sounds dope. Yeah, man. We I, I got I got a lot of things in the pot, man. Like that's gonna come out. Um, it just yeah, I needed a team, uh, which now I have. Shout out to Shar. Shout out Quasi. You know, like those guys have really been putting in the heavy work on these on the projects that we've been doing and definitely trying to just expand more even you know having josh helping us out man chris if you want to as well you know what I'm <laughs> hey you gotta you gotta catch her when you can bro like yeah i, I see catch I, her. I see your youtube boy what you talking about <laughs> no chris bro literally you have to catch her when you can like i'm like what you doing damn it <laughs> but I don't get upset because I know she's out there making her money. She's out there doing her thing. Like she's building her brand, her empire. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you had made a statement earlier. Like you had asked me about how I felt about working with the team. I love working with people. Like um, I just feel like with the more minds you can bring together on a project, mm-hmm. the better the project comes out. You know, whether that's a personal project, whether that's a paid project, whether there's money involved at all. It, like if y'all just like if you get together with a hairstylist, a model, a makeup artist, a set designer, videographer, a photographer, if you want to go even deeper, a grip, a mm-hmm. person, and a sound person, like, you know what I'm saying, like, really make a big production, a publisher, if you want to keep going, you Ooh, know, like, yeah, a exactly. stylist, if you want to keep going, like, imagine <laughs> all of these different mindsets that you're putting together to create one project, because mm-hmm. movies do it all the time, and I think that's why people put movies so much higher much higher on a pedestal mm-hmm. because we don't even consider like how much of a team there it is now granted yeah everybody's paid but us as independent artists like we don't necessarily always experience that mm-hmm. and it's more so like that um mentality of like i have to do this i have to get better i have to create something and you're missing out on so many different minds because nobody is an expert at everything. Exactly. And that's why movies are the way they are because the director is a director who also has experience in the other things like the makeup artist, the special effects uh, person, the marketing team, like all of these teams work together. So when I can be in those situations, I love it. Um, I was in that situation this past summer. I was uh, shooting at Cabana with, um, you know, Justice, right? Justice Studios. I heard I, I follow him. So like Justice hit me up um like randomly like two days before he said, Bro, I need you on this project. I said, Bet. So it was me, Justice, Pilar, 
Chris, oh my uh, this boy named Evan, dope on uh, videography. Like he's got the uh, Black Magic. Another dude that had a Black Magic. This dude Will, he was flying like a Mavic Three Pro. All of this stuff to put together for one birthday party. So it's like that I, probably was the best, bro. It was like the Avengers just say, Voom, like at the same time. That, if if you don't even know who those people are, <laughs> you need to know who those people. Are. Like you said, those. He just called in the Avengers immediately. Bro, it was amazing. Like, I hadn't even met half those people, but I, I looked at them. I said, we're the Avengers. Y'all, that probably was the best. I got I to gotta see that footage. Did it come out already? Yeah. Um, I know the people that were doing video, they posted some of it. I posted some behind-the-scenes videos. Um, I did my photo stuff. And, like, uh, it was dope, bro. Like, I had so much fun on a paid shoot. So it's like you can have fun on paid work. And um, mm-hmm. that was one of those moments. Um, DJ Envy was there, took pictures of him. Um, the guy's birthday that was there, like, you know, he's buying everybody drinks. It was open bar, open entrees. So, like, moments like that makes this, like, man, like, this is amazing. Like, why would I work a nine-to-five job when I can do this? That's what I'm saying. Like, I did a wedding with my uh, boy, uh, Dre. Uh, his Dre Honcho film. Yeah, I know Dre. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's um, doing his thing yeah, with, with the, the football stuff, right? The Giants, man. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, his story... I, man, I met him on campus at, at Virginia State, and um, uh, yeah, I just saw him with a camera one day. I, I kind of forgot the beginning how I really met this dude. Um, no, I followed him first, and then you know, I think I wanted to work with him on on some things, and then um, we end up working together, started a relationship, man. And bro, my man has worked hard. Him getting to the Giants, he deserved every, he, he he deserves it. Yeah, I'm so like, proud of him for sure. Like, and I need him to tell his story on what he did. Like, he went to the HBCU Combine, right, to shoot photography out of his pocket, paid the plane ticket, paid the hotel, you know what I'm saying? Paid for the um uh what's it called? The the media pass. Like, paid all that, bro, out of his money just because he loved what he do. You know what I'm saying? And paying, you know, paying it back and all that stuff. Like, it was just crazy. Like, so for him to get that job, he deserves that. Like, I was like, bro, you deserve that joint crazy, man. When he told me, he was like, hey, man, I'm going to come out crazy with this joint. He said, because he, he called me, he said, bro, I got an interview with the Giants. I was like, oh, shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I said, boy, good shit. He was like, oh, yeah. He said, I, he said I'm going to hit you after. So uh, he hit me after. He said, all right, I got a second one. He said, all right, bet. And then, um, Got that joint, did great. He said, he got that joint. He said, I'm going to delete all my pictures on my Instagram, and I'm going to pop out with a video. I'm just like, yeah, do that. Yeah, bro, that joint went hard. That was like some ball shit that he did. He was like, I said, yo, what's going on? He said, I'm saying I got an announcement I want to make. Uh-huh. I said, yo, you playing? I said, you ain't go no combine. How'd you get on? <laughs> and then he like put the camera. I was like, oh, that's even better. Yep. That's even better. And my boy got the Saqu- his picture he took of Saquon diving in the end zone got on the website. Wow. Got on the Giants website, man. And this and he's in his 20s. He's younger than me. I'm 28, so he's Yeah, he's younger too. Yeah. He's younger than both of us. Yeah, so. I think he's like 25 or something. Something like or that. Younger than that. But it's just the thing is, man, you the the, the moral of that is invest in yourself. He put and so much time from Virginia State helping the football team, doing stuff for them for 
like little to nothing pay like pay like paid to get to uh the HBCU combine from his funds and he really made a difference out here like I I look up to that dude and he's younger than me and that's amazing to look up to somebody that's younger than you and they're doing big things man like I am so proud of that dude it, every time he posts something I'm like bro you're a killer and then like he hit me up because um he was like bro I'm doing a wedding in a rich man I need your help all right man I got you man and just like you said like I feel as though with me and him, we, we we me and him like the Avengers for real. So he was doing film and he was doing a DJ. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he doing a lot, man. And um had an open bar in that joint. Had some nice looking women in there. So we had we had a great time, man. It was a great time. I love working with him, man. And, um, like I said, shout out to Dre Honcho Films LLC, man. He a killer. Yes, sir. Gotta get you on the podcast next, bro. So if you listen to this or watch this live recap. Gotta get you on the show. Yeah, he's like, he like Chris. You gotta catch him when you can. I know, I know. <laughs> you gotta I know. catch. I try to call him, dude. He be like, "Hey, bro, my bad, man. I'm at a, <laughs> I'm at work." I was like, "Yeah, my bad, fool. My bad. You know, just checking in. You know what I'm saying? Just want to check in on dude, man. Cause yeah, he doing he doing some big things. And next year, I'm scared. Yeah. And it's like <clears throat> one thing that's really cool about his story, right? It's like he was never like a bad photographer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I've given him advice too and like seen like because he would ask me things about lighting and off camera flash because mm -hmm. he did more natural light stuff. He's right. come to a couple shoots with me and stuff too. And then like to see that him get the job, work his way into the job. And now where he's at, it's just like, bro, when you get put into that fire, you ain't got no choice but to like eat and get better. Exactly. And I've seen that with his work too. Like it's like it's just a constant bell curve. Like I was so weak when he did that stuff with uh Eli Manning. Yeah, bro, I was Eli so Manning weak. Bobby, you be like <laughs> I was so weak. And again, it's getting posted. Like Yeah, but and, and like the work he put in put him there, like you said. Mm -hmm. And not enough people look at that side of this business. Like people are waiting for their next gig. They're waiting for their next shoot. But like you got to get out there and put yourself out there. Exactly, man. And, like, that that principle applies to not just social media. Like, put yourself out there. Like, get out there and talk to people. And I don't think people do that enough because, yes, you have to get good at your craft. That's true. Mm -hmm. um, but there's people I know for a fact I'm better than. I could shoot them, video, picture, whatever. Exactly. But they're making six figures, bro. Mm -hmm. Six figures. Like, and that shows that, yes, the quality is important. But at the same time, the business side of it, the marketing side of it is, if not more important. Yeah, it is. And stuff, what we do, being an entrepreneur, and then even with this, you have to network, man. Networking is the the the, the key to all of this, man. Like, if, like, I've learned is networking, creativity, and patience. I like that. That's yeah. what's going to get you far in doing this, man, because you gotta you got to network so... You meet people like Josh. You meet people like Dre. You know what I'm saying? They might can't do the shoot, but they'll say, hey, man, there's there's a shoot out there for you. Or, hey, I got a project I would like you on. Or, hey, man, just whatever, you know, just anything from, e not, not even that, just tips, advice, you know, personal things. You know, we have that, like, we you want that um, creativity. You know, you want to have your difference. So, you know, you're, you, you definitely stand out. And then the patience. The patience is a big thing because boy editing dealing with certain clients like it makes you really want to lash out sometimes like especially like if you're editing and that's that's 
colorful circles start coming up. And you'd be like, oh my gosh. The beach ball of death. The I, think, beach, I think that's what Yeah, there we go. The beach ball of death. Yeah. You'd be like, oh my gosh. And then like dealing with certain clients, you know, and like they 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 don't know because you know they're just going for what they want. But just to us, you're like, okay, we need these things, we need this, we need this, don't switch this up. So you know what I'm saying? So like even like you, but you have to have that patience, and that patience brings into like you recognize, okay, this is an issue here. So how can I resolve this? All right, let's put a contract together. Let's do the consultation call. Let me give you some disclaimers. You right. know what I'm saying? Like your if you put a deposit in, deposits are more likely not non-refundable unless it's something on my side. They're not. Yeah, unless it's something on my side, then I get it. But they're not they're not refundable. Yeah. I'm gonna put you on game. Instead of calling it a deposit, call it a retainer. Because retainer. technically a deposit is can be refundable. When it's titled as a retainer, that is a fee that is not refundable. So okay. like in my contracts and even in my wording on my con- with my clients, I don't say deposit. I say retainer. Retainer. They're like deposit, retainer. retainer. No, you mean deposit. No, I said the retainer. Got right? you. Yeah. Learning some. I just had to put day. that out there. So. Nah, and I love that. You see, now we learning. That's why you good to know these people. <laughs> yeah. Man. So, but yeah, just just with that, man. Like, you you start learning. You put the patience for yourself. You you take a step back. Like, okay, what went wrong? How can I make this not happen again? You know what I'm saying? So, like you said, retainer, making sure you're wording right, contracts. This contract should show everything for how many revisions you can get for the same price. If you have, an, like, say you give them two revisions, the third one, you got to pay extra, whatever. So, um, so you don't feel as though you're like getting cheated out. So, no, nah, it, it, it it's a real it's a real big thing with this business. And yeah, I love it. yeah, I agree. I'm gonna pause this real quick. I thought I left one of my SD cards in uh, or where was we? <laughs> in South Carolina, I did a shoot there, bro. It so happened that it was in her bag. Oh damn! Oh well, wait, hold that thought. Um, y'all are probably wondering what's going on. I uh accidentally paused and I thought I deleted the whole podcast episode. So. We're just gonna call this part two. Continue. <laughs> On that, oh man, yeah, losing the footage is insane. Yeah. Oh, thank you, but oh, you thought you lost it. Boy. Footage, leaving batteries, leaving this. I've been through oh, all man, of that. Oh man, dog. When you have no, when you left your SD card at home, like, oh my God, where's the nearest Walmart or Target? Because now I gotta buy a new SD card. <laughs> I just got to the point. I I would keep them, bro. I kid you oh, not. Yeah. In my trunk, a brand new one in my trunk, in the glove box, in the front, in my bag. Um, where else? I would keep them in random spots. But there's been times where like I literally had no SD card. Like I remember one time Chris was helping me on the shoot. No, she wasn't. I called her, bro, because I want to shoot. I said, I need your help right now. I need you to run to the store and go buy me an SD card. <laughs> like I'm so dead ass. Like I need this SD card right now. And then she went and got it. So had she not done that. I don't know what would happen. Shouts out to Chris again. Go ahead, Bob. Chris for the win. Yes, sir. Yeah, but um, let's dive into the next topic. Um, we've been having a good conversation. I hope that you all have been enjoying it as well. Like I said earlier, we didn't really have any direction with this, but it's just been good conversation within the creative space. Yes, sir. Um, but the next topic that I did want to ask you, 
Um, more specifically, with you being a full-time videographer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever find it hard to find a balance between your business side of it and your creative side of it? Like, do you ever kind of lose, um, I guess, enjoyment out of it with now it being a full-time job for you? Um, sometimes. Um, just depending on, like I said, which project it is. Um, some projects are very... <clears throat> very good um but some are not but they pay very good so you know you do it full time you're like okay i can do it you know like but it's just like do i want to do it so it's just more of like i still do it but it's not more of something i want to do so like you said the creative side it kind of it kind of hits so that's where like that might take more time um, to actually create because, you know, now I need to look at some reference videos so I can, like, all right, they did. So if it was, like, a like a branding video for, I don't know, a cell phone or something, right? <laughs> you know, you look at different I – I might not have that create sp- – I don't even want to say that because I feel like I can get crazy with that one. <laughs> hey, bro, say what you got to say. But – I guess I'm just more going with if it's something that's not as appealing to my eye. I mean, video is appealing, period. But if it's not as appealing, yes, I'm going to need more time to actually uh, be on the creative side for that. Rather, it be done like so quick, you know? Yeah. And that's fair because like you said, we love this. We love what we do. Mm-hmm. But if like if you're not if you're not sparking like my interest and like really have me interested and or it's the same thing that everybody else does like it may be the first time for you and that's totally fine that's respectful but for me like that might be the eighth time i've done this so now at this point i'm just like okay it's rinse and repeat i get it it's easy work it's paid right Mm -hmm. and that's cool and then honestly that's where like you charging your value of your work comes into play because there there are going to be times where like you have a gig where the the price justifies you making the sacrifice to do something that you don't want to do. Right. You know, and and then that's okay too, because us as artists, especially if you're doing this full time, we have to pay our bills. Like not everybody is doing this as a hobby. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is doing this just to, because somebody bought them a brand new camera. Like some people, they are doing this because they love it, but they all start paying the bills too. So when you know that everything is taken care of, the money good, you don't have to think about it. They pay in full when you first do the shoot. You're going to come with your A game. You're going you're gonna to make sure that you give the best work with that. And um, I don't think that's talked about enough because the stigma around money, um, people don't want to come off money hungry. Mm-hmm. But it's not always about being money hungry. But because mm-hmm. if like like me, for example, I don't do photography full time. Like I still teach as well as do photography. But my photography does help pay the bills. So if I'm going to get out and do a shoot, like I want to be compensated for that. And I think that's that's fair to be as an artist as well, um, to be compensated for your work, even when you're enjoying it and even when you're not enjoying it. Yeah, man, because it just like you said, it's just the amount of time and what you're willing to put into the work is the big thing. Like you might think you sometimes you might put in more work into your photography business than your actual daytime job because of like not saying you don't like teaching because you probably love teaching but you might put maybe more into this photography than the teaching in the in in certain senses so yeah man like that 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 topic is just it's really it's really big because it's just like i love i love 
the industry is just, and that's why I just want to just do docu-series and dramas and dance videos on the side because I know all right, I'm full, I'm full blown in. I'm full blown in. Um, I can refer and, or when my business gets to where it needs to be, I can have different people do different gigs. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that's the longevity of it all. Like, you know, hey, you know, Happy Productions, we are a big corporation. You know, we do weddings, we do music videos. I probably won't be there, but um, <laughs> I definitely have good people who can do the work as well as I can do it. So, um, and then I like partnering, so it won't be more of, it'd be like, I'm in charge of you. Um, just even how the team I have today, I never, t I tell them, I'm not in charge of you. You know, they have their own production names. Their production names will be included in the credits. Like, Hefe Productions, Quasi Productions, CNS Productions will be as well on there rather than just their name and then they're under Hefe Productions. Like, with, that, with the team I have now, I just really don't want no one to feel as though they're an employee you know like just come correct do the job do it right and, and nothing needs to be a problem like honestly like you can have fun as much as you want but this needs to be done at this time you know what i'm saying so we can get paid you know right. what i'm saying like i want to get paid you want to get paid we prolong it then i'm like okay then i'll probably will not hit you up for the next project yeah and then <laughs> it's all business bro like yeah the more people are calling you back, that clearly shows that you have something of value, mm -hmm. both your skill set and your your interpersonal skills, right. you know, between that person. Um, if people aren't calling you back, that just means that, you know, may, um, sometimes it's just your personalities might not mesh. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. But um, I just think that's a testament to that kind of goes into the next thing I want to talk about, like community within what we do. Because I feel like I'm going to specifically talk about Richmond. Like, I just feel like that community isn't always there holistically. Like, mm -hmm. we, we have people we're cool with. Like, you know, we have our circles. But, like, holistically, I just feel like it's in Richmond. It's like this crab in the barrel mentality. Nobody wants to share their secrets. Nobody wants to share their secret sauce. Everybody um, looks at the other person and says, oh, they're doing X, Y, Z. So they're better than me or I'm better than them. Rather than just like showing appreciation, like, yo, bro, what you did was a, it was a pretty dope project. Or like, um, let me know if there's something I can do to help you. Like, mm -hmm. we don't serve each other enough. We don't help out each other enough unless there's a dollar amount attached to it. Exactly. But on the flip side, what I do want to say is don't expect people to have to help you exactly. in what you do. That too. Because there's some couple people I'm not going to name drop. Like, they just say, yo, what's your camera settings? I'm like, bro, I don't even know you. <laughs> like like hook me up with your models hell no i don't even know you like like your approach is so off i don't even know if it's just people's like communication skills are that bad but like you shouldn't feel as though anybody owes you anything like you have to work for it you have to build that relationship that trust that respect right and then with respect comes the community too mm -hmm. nah big respect big big respect man like <clears throat> respect plays a long way in this game <laughs> yeah for sure if you don't come with the right respect things not gonna go well yeah and it's just it's just it's just crazy man like like i said like the whole community thing i just want to see it more because me personally yeah me personally like i i will help you as much as i can 
but only if you come to me the right oh, way. Oh yeah, no, for sure, for sure, man. Like same same thing we uh, uh like you said with the settings, that's where I went uh brain dead a little bit. But um yeah, the dude offered, like you said, like I'm not gonna name drop either, but hit me up. Hey bro, uh, what's the uh uh the um the edit that you do for this uh like motion for uh, for the dance joints? He said, I don't I don't know you, bro. Like yeah, you ain't built yeah, no like, rapper to build. Now, if I know about you, you know, I might know about you through somebody else. Cool. But still, like, you just come out the gate asking for something. Exactly. Like, rather than even one researching it enough, like, sometimes it's kind of, like, you can kind of put some things together, man. Like, you might not know the name of it, but, like, how it looks, you can be like, okay, that might look like like head stabilizer. Like, you know, it's actually called the lock on stabilizer. That's what he was looking for. Oh, okay. But it was just more of on, yeah, like you said, his approach was not correct because I would never approach you, no one like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, nice work, man. That that joint is fire, dog. Like, especially we in the area, I'm like, hey, can I sometimes shadow you? Or if, like, if you need any help with a shoot, can I help? You know, like you said, build that relationship. So it don't feel as though you're using me and then you take my, and then it feels like, okay, then you do it and now you're taking sauce. And then it's like, man, I probably never should have told you. And I think that's probably why how some people are the way they are because of how people ran with what they told them and they just take it and just leave with it. I'm not like that because at the end of the day, I feel as though what's going to come to me is going to come to me. Yeah, you know that, that, that's a good point for sure with <clears throat> that. Um, but at the same day, at the same time, bro, like you can't be worried about somebody using what you know, being better with you and going off and be successful. Cool. What that means for you, you got to stay on your grind and you have to continue to progress. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. what I told you six months ago, six months now in the present, I'm not going to be the same person I was back then. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be at the same level I was back then. So I'm happy that you did it. Like it kind of sucks that you went and like took it and like you didn't even like show no love or anything from that. But at the same time, I'm not losing no sleep because I told you my camera settings because that's the dumbest question for me in my opinion. Like you're asking me, what's your camera settings in this picture? Now you're going to go and do the same camera settings for every single thing that you do. And you're stuck in this box right. because you didn't learn the fundamentals. Like, like anybody that teach, I'm not going to tell you a camera setting, right? You know, because like right now, like if we were to shoot in right here, like it wouldn't make sense to shoot anything with a low aperture because it's going to be dark Correct. if you don't have lighting. Or like I might tell you how to set it up like that, and you're like, all right, cool, yeah. And then now you're outside midday trying to shoot with those same settings and wonder why everything's blown out or why things are too dark or you don't know how to use a light to add the light. And, you know, it's, I'm not trying to get techie, but I'm just saying it's like you got to ask the right questions and you also have to learn how to learn. Yeah. Because um, what you said was a good point, like research some things on your own. Like, OK, I know I have this problem. I may not know the exact wording for it, but like I'm going to do some digging. I'm going to do some research. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes to me with that. Then I'm going to be like, yeah, bro, I'll help you out with this. Like, this is how you do this. Like, have you tried this? Like, consider doing this. But mm-hmm. don't just come out the gate, like, expecting me to tell you the secret formula to life in photography or exactly. video. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just, yeah, come come correct. And it's all in, like, just even further for anyone, like, you want to build a relationship. Even, like, to know, okay, boom, he does stuff like that. I need to build a relationship with him, man. Like, just on some cool stuff. And it's not even always got to be business. It can be on some chill stuff. Like the team that I'm building now, we're going to go bowling. You know what I'm saying? We might even chill on New Year's. You know what I'm saying? Like bringing the New Year with the team that I just met like a, like a month ago. So um, 
you want to have that relationship because you just don't want to always be all business business. Like you want to be have some fun in there too, you know, like so they know, okay, I can feel comfortable with this team. Like, like they know how to turn it on and turn it off. Like yeah. we can have fun here, drink, smoke. I don't care what you do, but when it well, I do care what you do. But <laughs> but when it is when it's time when it's time to play the game, I need you all four quarters. Yeah. If it's overtime, then it's overtime, and I need you there. You know, we can play around, do all that stuff when it comes that time. But when we on set, movie editing, po- pre-post, I need you. I need you there. Like, boom, all that stuff that you we were doing at the club and turning up all that. We, we, we can talk about that after work. You know, after we finish this project, because this is what's gonna make us go. You know, this is what's gonna throw us in a different category. No more nine to fives. Like very long, it's long hours, but it's just like when the project's done, imagine what you're going to get paid from that project. And then a nine to five, you know what I'm saying? And they, you know, me, I, I'm, we're going to take breaks with in, in between, you know, big projects, but you're making big money, nice money, appreciated money. Like you can work a nine to five and be like, do the same thing every day. And it don't feel appreciated, man. Like, man, who are you telling? Like, it don't feel appreciated. But you do a you do a, a you do a show a movie take a tough tough picture like I can go on Instagram right now and just look at the photos I've I was tagged in that I did and just look at the comments that the people has put like oh my god this video is amazing oh my god you, she looks so beautiful you captured this right and it's like fifty plus comments and you're just like man. Y'all really like this video, so that makes me want to keep doing it. That's 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 a big motivation even for me, man. Um, just seeing people like loving the work, loving the work. People you don't know, then you get that someone you don't follow wants to send you a message on on uh, Instagram. You're like, all right, it might be worth it. Right, it might or, be some money. It might be some money, or it might be a bot. I don't know, <laughs> but but we gonna figure out. And then hey, and then one question I think that. Irritates my soul. I already know what you're gonna ask. I just want to make sure we capture this on on camera too. Go ahead and say. It. Go ahead. If you go on my page and you see I do videos and photos, do not DM me and say, "Hey, do you do videos and photos?" <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy, Jesus. Yo. That has to be so crazy to <laughs> ask, like, <laughs> like, bro, like, I, I, I'm, I promise you, I promise you, I'm not trying to be rude, exactly. But my thing is, oh. you came on to my bio is as straight to the point right. as it could possibly be, right? You know what I'm saying? My phone died. Whatever, fuck it. My bio is so straight to the point. Name, location, photography, portrait photographer. It's, it's right there. You had to seen it to click the message button that's right underneath of it. Like, I don't understand. And then your next question is, yeah, you uh, take photos, right? I think that's just a conversation starter that people say. But it just in our minds, we're just like, right. like, all right, come on now. And like, or either somebody said to me once, they were like, um, yeah, uh, can you take photos for me? I was like, yeah, sure. What do you need? Photos. But I'm like, okay, I know that. But, you know, are they portraits? Are they headshots? Are they event photos? Like, like, what do you want? Because the price is going to be different for all these things that you're asking me for. So I need to know. Oh, well, branding. I'm like, okay, cool. All right, now we're getting somewhere. And then I gave her the price. She was like, this is another, uh, uh, this isn't even a question or comment. 
well, I can just take that on my phone. So why would you message me then? If you can take it on your phone. So go ahead and take it on your phone. It's not that you can take it on your phone. It's just that, and honestly, I'll take some blame for it. And I think we should do more of that. They don't see the full value in our work just yet. And I don't want to say it all, but just yet. And that's another thing. That's why I did my podcast too. And it fell off because I was just doing a lot because I did the video tip. The What's your phone on? My phone. It's nah, dead. Nah, go ahead, bro. You good. <laughs> um, but that's why I did the podcast a little bit because um, I had a little more time. And I wanted to show, yeah, like one, the video tip and then the um, my journey and then behind the scene. I did that because more of like, I want you to understand, yeah, this is not no walk in the park. You know, we do two two type of labors, the active labor and then the editing uh, labor, you know, so. One, and the marketing too. And the marketing. So actually, yeah, we're, you were doing almost everything until you actually have a team of people. Um, so yeah, we're the people who's consulting the, the client or the person who got to drive to the, <laughs> to the event, um, set up the event, make sure, okay, this is where we're going to shoot at, boom, bam, bam, make sure the lighting's right, the weather's right, boom. is We're done right there. Now we in the post. Then you got to edit this. Then you got to make sure this is right. Make sure, I don't know, it's just, it's just so many things that you have to do, and it's just like, I'm at, like now it's just like, okay, let's put you in my shoes a little bit. I'm going to show you a little bit of the behind the scenes of how I'm recording, how many times we have to shoot this as many times because some people ain't no one shot, you know, one stop shot. You got to shoot this like multiple times because, oh, my God. People don't understand that, bro. Like my makeup didn't look good or I didn't look good in this or they forgot their lines, this. And it's just always something. And that's just where. I feel as though, like, yeah, the the lack of appreciating it. So that's where I have to, like, yeah, let me show you some behind the scenes. Let me tell you my journey of how I started doing video and where all this, like, comes from. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, like, if you knew how much stuff I had to do, you and imagine you doing it. You, you, you're not going to want to do it for that price. Yeah, because, like, <clears throat> when they say the whole, oh, I could do it on my phone, blah, 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 or I, or, no, that's not what she said. She said, yeah, I went to school for uh branding and marketing and stuff like that, so I could do it myself. I just wanted to hire you. So I'm like, if you know all of that, then why are you badgering me about, like, and you can't even be direct to say, I have a branding session. I want to capture stills, lifestyle photos, blah, 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 as well as, con- like, if you came in with that word, maybe I might have believed you. But for the fact that, like, you couldn't even talk to me in the language, I mean, yeah, how much are you really doing? Really you know? in school. What school you went to? Right. <laughs> like, nah, that, that, nah, that, nah, that's crazy. Yeah, man. I think if more people understood that aspect, so it might need to be a t- like a TV show with some A-list actors so they can, like, understand, like, the, the viewpoints of what we do. That's why I said The Offer. The Offer is an amazing show to watch. When it comes to like production, but I'm, def- I'm definitely gonna check that one out. The offer, the offer, the offer is dope. It's cool. It's like the best display of what it is to be a director, a filmmaker, a writer, and 
not even just dealing with the film aspect, but your personal life, personal life, because you have a personal life too outside of this, man. Like, you know, you got a significant, you got parents, you know what I'm saying? You got loved ones. So um, that's another thing that you have to incorporate on top of that. Because some like even now, like I'm so busy, it's hard to even like date. It's hard to like, you know, be around the family as much because like, like someone asked me to do a whole shoot on Thanksgiving Day. Somebody asked me today. Somebody asked me to do one on Christmas, and I said, "What? No, you're bugging." I'm like, "You got like 10k." Like now, granted, there's a price tag for everything. I will say that there's a price tag. I would tell the fam, "Hey, I would have been here, but hey, listen, for that price that I'm getting, you would have did it too." Right? Because I'm gonna just say, "Look, because my mom is the first one to be like." I just find it funny how you mm-hmm. can, yep, exactly. <laughs> you couldn't show up to blah blah. I'm like, mom, look, I got I got to pay the bills. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and then they thought I was gonna do it for like fifty dollars. I'm like, you want me to miss time with my family for fifty dollars? Fifty dollars? I'll pay somebody fifty dollars to come and do it for you if it's that deep. Like, no, nah, because there comes a point where <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I'm I'm being dead ass. It's like it comes a point where it's like you know some things you can't exchange money for. Right. You know, but there are certain times where it's understandable. But pay a, pay a photographer, a video, any person of service, pay them their value rather than trying to negotiate their price. Especially when you're not taking into consideration every time, every minute I'm spending with you, you're taking it away from my family, my personal life, me just having downtime to not always be up and going and running around, ripping and running, editing and stuff like that, adding to my plate. So like take that stuff into consideration. I don't think people do that enough. Yeah, yeah, they they really don't. Um, and it, it, it's and it, it it be it be insane, man. Like like I said, the clients I've dealt with, man. Like, so you got to be very respectfully clear cut with these people, man. Like church folks too, man. Like I might even want to come for the church folks, but dog, I got a story. <laughs> I was supposed to do. A funeral for a pastor. Wait, the pastor died or the pastor? Or, yeah, pastor oh, okay, pastor passed. Rest in peace. But how the the business side of it was crazy, and it was kind of my first time doing it, like some something like like just really getting into the business side of it. So I called my mom immediately because <laughs> she's really good with business. So um, it tell like. I mean, my mom's talking about different packages of what, you know, I can offer, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I told them the packages, and then they didn't like that price. I'm like, okay. So then that's where, like, me, which I learned for sure, and that was, like, way back, I went down on the price. Ah. I went down. I went down like a like a doofy. <laughs> like a doofy. But, you know, you're trying to be nice because it's a church and there's a past, and the pastor passed. So you trying to be nice. So we did another. So we did a, a a whole another three different packages: bronze, silver, gold. And they said, "Okay, we can probably do this other uh, silver." And it was like it was like Thursday, bro. No, it was like Tuesday. The funeral was Saturday. And I'm thinking I'm doing it. I'm up, and another and someone hit me on Wednesday, deposit ready. I didn't even receive anything. Actually, I ain't received from the nothing. from the church, right? From the church, mm-hmm. didn't receive nothing from the church. And someone hit me up on that Wednesday, asking for the same time and date, and they was deposit ready. Retainer, retainer. They yeah. was retainer, retainer ready, retainer ready. I need to 
adapt that in my vocabulary. It, it, it's coming. Um, they was retainer ready, and I denied them. I got to shoot on Saturday. I didn't get paid for it yet. Mm. And now, I, was that second shoot like more money or? Oh yeah, it was. It was more money and less simple and not and comfortable. Like I would have like. I would have did it, but I would have been very uncomfortable near a dead body. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I was willing to do it for the church. Um, not even the church that I go to. I like, you know, this is just a church, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just thinking it's the right thing to do. And I ended up not even doing it. Wow. Didn't get paid. And didn't even get to do the other one. You know what I'm saying? Because like I hit up the person and said, Hey, you know, the shoot it didn't end up coming. And they already found another videographer, you know what I'm saying? So that's just what that is. So I had, like, I was so upset, bro. Like, <laughs> I was so bad. I was like, I would never trust anyone in the church again. But guess what? You learn from that experience, though, right? And, oh. and you know, and it's like, it's nothing personal. It's all business, business. because think about it this way. You go to the doctor's office, you break your leg, or you got more. You got cancer. Not wishing out on nobody, but you got cancer, right? Mm-hmm. The doctor is not going to give you a discount on his rate to treat your cancer. Right. You either got the money. Sorry. Um, I don't know what else we're going to be able to do for you. Mm-hmm. It, there might be some sympathy there, but at the end of the day, it's a business to run. The medical exactly. industry is a business. So it's like, you, why why do we treat things so different? Because we're independent artists. Like, why do we treat anything different from Life Touch? Like, when you take mm-hmm. your school pictures. They're not negotiating their price. They, they do the same rinse and repeat shit with every single picture, every single person. And it's never really that great. You know what I'm saying? Or like you go to buy an iPhone or, you know, something of value on the other spectrum. We'll pay top dollar for our iPhone, not blink an eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to a service that is just as important, it's going to be a memory that's going to last a lifetime. It's going to showcase who you are. It's going to tell a story. Um, I just don't think we talk about it enough because people are not seeing that value in that. And that else says content creators, like we should not negotiate our price on that. You no, know what I'm saying? Like, sure. like charging your value. Like I, I get it was back in the past, but I just, that just brought something to mind. Cause like, that's just crazy to me because of like how clients perceive things and how we perceive ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? No, nah, for sure. Yeah. I was doing football videos for $50, bro. Why is that the number? Everybody starts at 50. 50. It's always 50. It's half of 100. So like That's the mindset. That's what I it guess, is. You know, you just don't want to be too crazy. So I did it for 50, man. And in the in the in the videos, my OG was telling me, "Bro, are you and I told him what I was doing." So I got creative, right? Um I had I wanted to to it to look different. So I always see a lot of football videos where, like, just the camera's still and you're just catching them running the route. I'm like, I want people to be more in tune with it. So I used to run track and play football. So and I'm just like, I want to run with these guys with the camera. Ran with the camera with the stabilizer. Stabilizer's going crazy. So can't do that because they're going top speed. So I'm just like, okay. Went on YouTube and I said, what is different ways to get stable shots with a camera without a gimbal <laughs> and nothing was really going but then something dawned on me because i had the drone i'm like okay the drone but you can record the drone while it's not even in the air mm. so what i would have the drone in my hand and say they was running 
whatever route or whatever, I'm running with the drone in my hand and I'll have the phone in my other hand looking at it, you know what I'm saying, making sure I'm getting the angles right and the camera camera is stable. But you're getting more of the they're you're running with them, man. Like it's just a different viewpoint. And I got and that went different crazy too. Like, and that's how I left from that part and started shooting semi-pro football. And now I got a little bit more money now. So, um, yeah, that was $50. It wasn't $50 work. <laughs> bro, <laughs> what? Running? You're a good one. I don't oh, run. Bro, and it was during the COVID season. So, they, like, at State, they didn't have, they wasn't playing. So, they were just doing, like, just working out. So, yeah, we outside in the heat. Hot days, man. And I got some, uh, my roommate has some cliques. So, I just used his cliques. And I'm outside running with the camera. Uh, and then and then getting asked literally that night, hey bro, what what do you think the video gonna be? <laughs> Look, I'm about to start cutting people lips off when they ask me that damn question. <laughs> yeah, what is it gonna be my age? Just checking in, you know what I'm saying? Uh you I know get, you, you I get, know you shot it uh earlier today, but when you think it's gonna be done? I don't know. I'm just gonna start saying I don't know. I'm like, you ain't got to check in, bro. <laughs> and then they get mad when you tell them they don't gotta check in. Like, why are you mad? Like, bro, let me do what I'm supposed to do. Relax, man. Like, yeah, I, 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 I always hate that question of like, yeah, man, like, how, uh, just yeah, just just checking in and whoop de whoop. It's like, oh god, please don't check in. Yeah, and then I'd be having like certain intuitions, like when I even intuition, but like that, I'm like they're gonna hit me up in a minute. I feel it. I really feel it. And it's not even like it took long. I just going off of what they how they are as people <laughs> i'm just like yeah they're about to ask me yeah like and then like the more you do this stuff it's like the more you can start to kind of predict how people are going to be and like i guess i don't want to say categorize but like filter through like your yeah. quality clients because you're at the point now for sure where you can choose the clients that you want to work oh, with. oh yes you know what i'm saying <laughs> and that's a blessing bro like that's a beautiful thing when you can choose the clientele that you want to spend your hard-earned time that yes. we don't get back to oh. create content with. And I think that's that's an amazing thing, too. Yes, like to really now able to deny certain jobs or I don't even want to say deny, but more of like I'll reference them to somebody else. Like some, like you, like you just know your value and you know your time and your worth now. And I know I'm gonna come with that fire. I know I know what I'm capable of doing. Like you say, are you good at videos? Nah, bro. I'm amazing at videos. I like that. I'm great. Yeah, the mentality. Like, you know, it's not cockiness. I'm just confident on what I can do as a um as, as a creator. You know, like I'm willing to put in. I <laughs> I hated school so much, bro. I hated school so much. When I transferred and went to that new school called Full Sail, I was in school. Well, I went to class before it started and I was there after it ended because it didn't feel like class. Like, I was just like, like, I, I'm asking, I'm asking the professor, yo, tell me what we learn in tomorrow. Please tell me. Like, you got to wait. Some of them will, 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 will bite. But because um, I'm just so in tune and I'm just so, like, hyped to do this stuff, man. It's like, it's just so great. Like, I'm, I will literally, if I'm not watching a TV show, and I don't even play the game like I used to no more. I'm literally on YouTube learning, uh, like, what's a good plug-in to use? What's a good effect to use? Transitions, like, different 
uh, different angles for certain feels for uh for uh for shows and stuff like that because like that's just really what I want to do, man. Like that's and I watch TV, and I watch the show twice, always twice. I watched the episode twice for my entertainment and then for the film the outlook for analysis it. of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that. I do you, that too. You want to enjoy it too, like Power. I love watching Power, Snowfall, P Valley. I love watching those shows because I know eventually I want to do it, but I love it too because the storyline is cool. So I'll watch it for my enjoyment and then I'll watch it again for, okay, they chose this angle for this feel. You know, they switch. The camera, they switch the camera up this amount of times. You can kind of tell they they cut and came back on the script on this scene right here because of how it was chopped up. Like you start really dissecting the film, so you, you can understand what it, like like what it is. And then it's like Game of Thrones, which I love what they do. After every episode, they have a behind the scenes of every episode they do. So. Once the episode's done, the credits, they'll go into behind the scenes of what Jamie did or how the dragons became this and all this, you know, stuff. So I love watching behind the scenes. I love learning this game, man, to keep going. Like, it's it's amazing. Like, I, don't, I always say, yo, how do these directors do it, man? And they, they just, they learn, they do it like, I have to give it up to the writers of Game of Thrones. These guys are the goats. You want you want Game of Thrones? I do not <clears throat> want anybody to hate me when I say this statement. I have not watched GOT yet. I'm going to binge it whenever I get the time, but I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> Listen, that is probably one of the best TV shows ever written. When I even say written, because it was a book first. Yeah. So um, just being produced as a show is so much. That's the top show will have the most CGI. The top show of the actors getting paid, like they get paid crazy. Like Princess Sansa was getting paid a couple mil an episode. Oh, sheesh. An episode. I'm it was on the making, wrong side of the camera. It was making millions of dollars just off of endorsements alone. Like not even the show yet. So and it was it's so crazy. The story is a, the story is amazing too. How they uh how they even came about because they read the book and well the the one of the writers read the book and he told his uh friend that was also a writer too. Hey man, you need to read this book, man. And the dude that he told um was like, bro, I haven't read a book in like <laughs> high school. <laughs> <laughs> high school. This man read that book. I think in a week or less. He said that he didn't get up out the chair. His wife gave him like at, at the time it was his girlfriend. They gave she just bought him food. He'll go to the bathroom, but he was literally in a room reading the book cover to cover to understand. Like, yes, I agree. This is about to be the best show in freaking ever. Period. And HBO almost fumbled the bag. They dropped the pilot. They wasn't about to give him budget because they didn't understand the pilot. Right. And this is, and imagine if another sh- network picked that joint up. Because that's the highest pay HBO show, movie, after hours, pay-per-view ever. Like, they're, they, are, they, are, they are the top, and they almost fumbled that bag. Almost. 
think about all of the shows out there <clears throat> that did get fumbled, bro. Like, Matt, mm. I guarantee you, there's probably like 10, 20, hundreds of shows mm. that somebody legit had a plan and idea for and nobody gave them that chance. Right. And it probably would have been just as amazing. That that blows my mind too. like the potential of everything that's out there. Yeah, that's why you really got to put in like on that pilot and it has. Well, I don't know. It just really depends on who you pointed to because they said they did. I don't want to be no spoiler, but they just didn't understand like the brother and sister's like situation enough to give it a budget. And you're like, dude, what? This is amazing. And like I said, when you really watch the behind the scenes, you start to appreciate, yeah, I need to watch this show because these guys put in the time, 52 days for one fight scene. I can believe it. One fight scene, that is 15 minutes. Condensed 52 days into 15 minutes. That just shows the commitment right there. And that's just one fight. That's not even the show. The show was an hour long. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to get into it. I promise. I'm going to get into it just because you brought it up. But watch the offer first because this is one season. I would say watch the offer first, then get into Game of Thrones. The offer is definitely watch that joint. (laughs) I'm, I'm in there. Like HBO does nothing but make bangers. Like another good movie that I was, it was a movie. We were talking about shows. Did you watch Barbarian? I didn't yet. Bro, please go watch that movie. That's on HBO Max? I think so. It's on HBO Max or Netflix. but I think it is on HBO Max. That joint is wild. Okay. Very wild. Yeah. I'm a fan of like Katana's uh, Spears and all that stuff. No, that's not even what it's about. Oh, it's not? And I like this is nothing that that gets on my nerves about horror movies. They hit all of the scary parts and it ruins the movie. You know what I'm saying? But like that's why when I tell people to go watch a scary movie, I'm like... I'm not even gonna say that. Just, just go watch the movie. Like, stick with it. Like that joint just, it just gets real wild. That's all I'm gonna say. So it's a scary movie. Yeah, it's, it's a um, okay, it's a, a horror thriller joint. Okay, up there. Yeah. But let, let's go ahead and move on. We've been talking for a minute, yo. I think this is actually my longest podcast I've actually recorded. We've been talking for like an hour and forty <laughs> minutes at this point. We over here just going back and forth up the films. But hey, look, it's all camera. good, bro. Like shot and chop. That's what it's meant to be. So um, I do have a question that I want to ask, and uh, I want your honest opinion about. Mm-hmm. So do you feel as though as creatives, we need recognition in order to stay inspired with what we do? Depends on how you see it. Um, if you're doing it for, for you, then I don't think you need as much recognition i guess what do you mean by recognition just just in general like do you feel we need recognition to stay inspired and motivated to want to continue to create like somebody the dopamine hit of an instagram like the comment or um your friend telling you like this is a dope picture your image is being recognized in the magazine like do you feel that we need recognition in order to stay inspired? What we do? I, I I did at one point did feel that, you know, I felt like, bro, I just came out with this fire video. And then I see this dude did a random TikTok video that was nothing that got like 44,000 or this picture that is like not as good. I'm just like, how? We'll never understand now. How? Like the algorithm is insane. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is this is crazy. I'm like, am I posting at the wrong time? Is the joint not good? But then, like, 
I did realize I, I it just more of like I just know I'm able to do these fire things and I just know that someone's gonna appreciate it. Like I don't need a million one comments, you know, anymore. Like I could have a picture on that joint and get twenty five likes. I don't even care anymore. I just like that I did it and <clears throat> it's displayed enough for at least one person I think you're gonna see and be like, Oh yeah, this is amazing. For example, the people um uh, my friend Shar, well, she uh, she's on the team. She got inspired. Well, it it got a lot of likes, but she got inspired to do video because of the frat videos I was doing at Virginia State, and well, the D nine videos I was doing at State, and ain't like she put like, yo, my God, like I'm doing videos because of you. Like I didn't know that until like I actually sat down and talked to her. You know what I'm saying? So it's just more of like I feel as though my work would be out there and then someone's gonna be inspired or love it because just her saying that randomly i'm just like that was unprovoked you didn't have to say that but it was just more of like you said it because that's really how you felt you know like hefe inspired you to do something and i'm just like that's crazy and now we're working together she didn't even like i saw her at the pep rally and i spoke to her but it was so much going on she had her camera she was she was literally everywhere i'm just like oh my god i need i need i need to i need her i need to talk to her like and it was just so busy so i got her insta um no i didn't get her instagram and i was like fuck and then somebody reposted her. i'm just like oh yeah that's her that is her so i got her instagram to a it's hefe i met you at the pep rally yo i need to talk to you you were trying to meet up at foster we met up um and then my other boy samaje he do uh, camera work at State too. Yeah, I know, I know Samaj. Yeah, Samaj, yeah. Samaj. Shout out to Samaj, yeah, man. That's a young bull on the come up right there, oh, bro. Bro, that man, that man gonna be out there. He, 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 crazy. He crazy. He, he's very humble, but he, he do non humble work. That stuff is fire. I'm gonna tell you nothing. Another person, catch him if you can. Man, that's <laughs> Samaj too. Catch him if you can, man. Like me and him was doing grad. Like that. It was. Is it this year? I think I think it was. It was the spring graduation, um, and bro, we no, it was the grad, it was the whatever year I did the Aaliyah's graduation joint. That was last year. The last year, yeah. So did her did her video when that she dropped it. I think she dropped it before graduation. She dropped it before graduation, bro. You should have saw my DMs of how. I literally counted. Guess how many? Guess how many shoes I did graduation shoes I did after that one. I'm sure a lot. Seventeen. Sheesh. Seventeen grad shoes. Me, Samaje, Dre was there a little bit, but it was really me and Samaje just doing them joints heavy. Like I'll have him because he was like, "Hey, bro, I need to use your studio. You think I'd be able to use it?" I'm like, "Yeah, bro, come on. We use the studio. We did like about three, four shoes that day in that studio." <laughs> Oh, bro, just getting them in, getting them out. Like, I love the grind. I love yeah, it. the grind, man. The grind is heavy. I like, and, and that's why I say I love this work, man. I love networking. I love being around people who do this stuff because you could just sit down and be like, bro, I did this and this was happening. I'm like, bro, you just don't even know I did this. I've been through the same thing. And now we're talking, like you said, we hour 40 minutes. Like, <laughs> and look, at this point, I'm about to hit two hours. About to hit two hours. And like I said, I could be here all day, but you know, I'm a, 
you know, this this your show. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, for editing purposes, uh, we gonna we gonna wrap it up in a second. Just yes, just sir, to say. yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, but um, I just wanted to ask that question because I was curious. Um, mm-hmm. because I'm starting to feel as though, and I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. That we do need recognition for our work to an extent, um, because we want people to see our work. Like there, um, did you ever hear that story about? this lady who was a photographer, right? Nobody knew she was a photographer and she died. And um, her family went through her things and found all of these photos that she had been taking over like decades, bro. And the work was amazing and nobody ever knew. So it's like for her, it's like she didn't, she wasn't doing it for recognition. Like she wasn't getting paid. That wasn't her job. She was just Mm -hmm. doing it. So it's like, I think there are people out there like that, but I also feel like a lot of us, we do, need that recognition itch scratched because it it lets us know that we are doing a good job like yeah you can like have so many people like admire your work you can um feel like you're doing the best job out there the best photographer or whatever but like just getting that recognition like it just lets you know okay i'm, I'm moving in the right direction yeah i did cause i did say that earlier like just like i can go on any video or picture that I've done for somebody and it's posted, I can go in there and see the comments and just be like, oh my gosh, like, this looks fire, oh my God, they captured this so well. And you just like, man, because the last shoot I did, I think that joint gonna be fire. Because we did, um, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a maternity shoot and we had a horse. <laughs> it was a horse, we went to a whole stable. Oh, wow. So, I was on my Canon Productions, you know. Hey, man, all you need is a little smoke in there, and you good. Oh yeah, nah. If I had the smoke, <laughs> then I would have been on that. I, then, then, then the sauce is there. If there's any smoke and anything I do, it came from Josh. Just know anything smoke. <laughs> I'm gonna tell y'all right here. Anything smoke in RVA, I had my hand in it at some point. Yeah. Or they got it from me. I'm just gonna tell you that now because I, I I keep the smoke on me. Yeah, he is the originator. For that smoke in the video, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be like, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, that juice, that smoke ju- jutsu. Out smoke here. jutsu, crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> yeah, bro. But um, I think we'll go go ahead and wrap it up. We might need to do a part two or something. Oh yeah, I'm down for part two. You know what I'm saying? I told you I got to shoot in a little bit, and um, oh, yeah. we'll oh, mess yeah, around man. and just be in this show talking for hours. You know? Hey, bro. You know I'm here. I got you, dog. I can talk about this camera stuff all day. Yeah, same yeah. here. Same here. I love it, but. I definitely appreciate you coming on the show, man. Um, this was a good conversation. Like we, we touched on a lot of topics because, like I said in the beginning of the episode, we didn't really have a theme or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So um, I hope those of you that are listening to this uh, enjoy just the conversation because that's pretty much what this was about. Um, I didn't have anything scripted or planned or show notes for this. Like have they literally just said, I'm going to pull up. And I I appreciate that. He pulled up. Like, uh, yeah. And it was a good conversation, man. That's why I I created this platform because I wanted to share more of these conversations with people. And it's just like, you know, if we were to have picked up the phone and had this conversation on the phone, Mm. it would have been the same genuine conversation. But allowing to have a podcast platform allows other people to be able to listen in and get inspiration and ideas and motivation from that, too. Correct. Gotcha, man. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely good. Definitely good. Shop and chop. Shot and chop, man. Shot and chop. So go ahead and plug in your info. Like, let people know where they can find you. I'm going to put that in the show notes after the episode airs. Um, but I want people to be able to find your work, bro. Like, any video work they might need or anything like that in the future. Gotcha. Yeah. The Instagram is jefe.boss, J E F E dot boss, B O S S. And my website, jefepros, 
www.jefeprodz.com. And then if you go to <clears throat> my Instagram, uh, the links in the bio from my website, some of my things are on my webs- uh, on my page as well. So you can get a little sp- spark on that. I need to update my website. Too. Me too. For sure. Because <laughs> yeah. there's so many, so much work that I, that Instagram hasn't even seen yet. So yeah, I need to update that joint for sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, y'all heard it here first. Um, Hefe the Boss was up here on Shot and Chop today. So uh, I will catch you all on the next episode. Um, everybody stay safe. Much love. Peace out.